BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy last year by making investments from coast to coast. Investments like acquiring America's largest biogas producer, Arkea Energy, and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. I know you're paying attention to global events as well as what's going on in our nation. War and increased conflict is bubbling up in more places. Countries are buying and hoarding massive amounts of gold. Why aren't you? It's time to pull the trigger with the Oxford Gold Group and buy gold and silver. Nobody can predict the future, but we can't put our head in the sand either. Call Oxford Gold Group right now, and you may qualify for up to $10,000 in free precious metals. Call 833-995-GOLD. That's 833-995-GOLD. 833-995-G-O-L-D. Pure Talk believes in American values, and that free should mean exactly that, free. Switch to Pure Talk today and get a free Samsung 5G smartphone. Qualifying plans start at just 35 bucks a month for unlimited talk, text, 15 gigs of data, and mobile hotspot. Just go to puretalk.com slash clay and claim your eligibility for your free brand new Samsung 5G smartphone. Again, puretalk.com slash clay to switch to my cell phone company, Pure Talk. Welcome to today's edition of the Clay Travis and Buck Sexton Show podcast. Welcome in Tuesday edition, Clay Travis and Buck Sexton Show. We are live from the majestic Mar-a-Lago estate with 45 himself, President Donald Trump. And I'll bring you right in, sir, because I know our audience loves to hear from you. Buck and I have been walking around this estate. We had never been here before. It is absolutely incredible and phenomenal. How are you doing as we roll into what is going to be a really interesting 2022 season for sure? Well, we've been doing really well. And politically, I guess you see the polls and the polls for me have never been higher. And I guess against Biden, but who wouldn't be winning? If you look at what's going on, <laughs> right. I think anybody would be winning. Now you take uh, the, the worst politician in America. I would imagine that that person would be winning. But the polls have been an extraordinary 96% approval rating. And I saw one this morning, 98%, but 96% approval rating in the Republican Party and doing well with independents, doing well with women, doing well with everybody. And I think a lot of it has to do with the fact that what I said was right. This is a disaster what's going on, whether it's Ukraine or the Afghanistan pullout, which I think was the most embarrassing moment in the history of our country. I think that has a lot to do with what's going on in Ukraine. Uh, you look at inflation, you look at all of the different things that are happening so bad for our country, the border, who could forget the border, the millions of people, not two million or one million, like they say, I say 10 million, millions of people are, are bum rushing our country. And many of these people come from prisons, they're being let out countries, 127 countries now they have, but many of these countries are emptying their prisons, like we're a dumping ground right into our country. Uh, I've never seen anything like it. I've, I don't think our country has ever been so low. You could take the five worst presidents in the history of our country and put them together. I don't think they've done the damage that this administration has done. Mr. President, in the last 24 hours, we know Russia has said that they are recognizing two breakaway regions of Ukraine. And now this White House is stating that this is an invasion 
That's a strong word. What went wrong here? What has the current occupant of the Oval Office done that he could have done differently? Well, what went wrong was a rigged election. And what went wrong is a candidate that shouldn't be there and a man that has no concept of what he's doing. I went in yesterday and there was a television screen and I said, this is genius. Putin declares a big portion of the Ukraine, of Ukraine. Putin declares it as independent. Oh, that's wonderful. So Putin is now saying it's independent, a large section of Ukraine. I said, how smart is that? And he's going to go in and be a peacekeeper. That's the strongest peace force. We could use that on our southern border. That's the strongest peace force I've ever seen. There were more army tanks than I've ever seen. They're going to keep peace all right. No, but think of it. Here's a guy who's very savvy. I know him very well. Very, very well. By the way, this never would have happened with us. Had I been in office, not even thinkable. This would never have happened. But here's a guy that says, you know, uh, I'm going to declare a big portion of Ukraine independent. He used the word independent. And we're going to go out and we're going to go in and we're going to help keep peace. You got to say that's pretty savvy. And you know what the response was from Biden? There was no response. They didn't have one for that. Now it's very sad. Very do, you, sad. do you think the southern border is just going to continue to deteriorate? Last yeah. year, under the Biden administration, so so under your administration, you put in place Remain in Mexico. You began building strongest border we've ever had. And last year was the worst by right. the numbers, not not yeah. a, a subjective yeah. analysis. The worst for illegal apprehensions at the border that we've ever seen since we've been counting. It's likely that this year will be worse as well. Do you think the yeah. American people? have finally seen enough and know enough about what's going on at the border that they'll take action this fall absolutely. in the midterms. Yeah, absolutely, Buck. I think they know and I see, think they see. And, you know, oftentimes they say, how could this be a 50-50 party system when you look at no voter ID, defund the police, sanctuary cities, open borders where criminals are allowed to pour in, when you look at people that can't even get out of, you know, I got it down. I wanted out of, after 21 years, I wanted out of Afghanistan. We were going to be out. I got it down to 2,000. We were getting ready to pull them out, but we were pulling them out with very great strength. We were going to keep Bagram, not because of Afghanistan. They spent billions building this base. It has the biggest and longest runways in the world. And it's one hour away from where China makes its nuclear weapons. So I was keeping that and keeping it in full force, but I was getting out of Afghanistan, and we would have gone at, gotten out with tremendous strength and dignity and power and respect Instead, we look like we surrendered. And, you know, we didn't lose an American soldier in Afghanistan for 18 months. I had a talk with Abdul, who's the leader. He's the current leader also. He was the leader, and now he's the current leader. And we had a very strong talk. And from the time I had that talk, not one American soldier was killed. And it was an amazing thing. Biden actually said that. He said, not an American soldier was killed in 18 months, and his people are screaming at him. Well, keep going. Find out something that was wrong. And he didn't do that. Uh, no, I was. Uh, we were going to pull out with great strength. We were going to keep Bagram. And uh, we were pulling out of other locations, too, where there's no reason for us to be there. They hate us. We don't particularly like them. And you look at NATO, I called it a paper tiger. I said, as soon as a problem comes up, you're going to have people that pull away. And I got them to pay $400 billion. You know, they were all delinquent. Not all. There were eight countries out of 28 that were paid up, including us. We were paid up. We were more than paid up. We were making up the difference. But we, had tw we have 28 countries, and eight were paid up. And you had 20 countries that were not. 
And I was asked a question by the president of one of the countries at a closed meeting. Does that mean, and you know, the press goes wild over this, but uh, does that mean that if something happened and essentially Russia, because it used to be for the Soviet Union, but Russia, it's close enough in terms of militarily, as you probably noticed this weekend. But do you mean to say you wouldn't protect us? I said, you mean you're not paid up and you want us to protect you? I said, that's right. We will not protect you if you're not paid up. You know what happened? The next day, billions of dollars flowed in. How worried are you that the Biden administration might get dragged into the actual military conflict in Ukraine if it escalates? Well, I'd rather see them send soldiers to our southern border. I'd rather see them in three weeks. You could finish it. They won't even let Texas use our material, which was all bought. It's sitting there waiting to be put up. It could have been erected in less than three weeks. It took two and a half years to get started because we had to win 11 lawsuits. I'd rather see our southern border protected, but uh, I don't like the idea he's sending a small number of troops. It's a joke compared to what the other side has. You know, he sends 3,000 troops, I heard this morning. 3,000 troops, what's that going to do except get you in trouble? Uh, no, I would like to see our southern border protected, and uh, they are handling Ukraine so badly. And remember, and I put something out this morning, uh, Russia's becoming very rich because the oil price is being driven up so much, and that's their primary source of income, so much that those army tanks you see going back and forth all over the place, that's peanuts compared to the amount of money they're making. $40 a barrel when I was there, $1.86 a gallon for gasoline. And now you have some places where it's over $7, and it's going up a lot higher. And it's bad inflation, too. No doubt, 7.5%. Uh, Mr. President, I'm going to read you a tweet here from Joe Biden. This is almost exactly two years ago. Uh, Vladimir Putin doesn't want me to be president. He doesn't want me to be our nominee. If you're wondering why, it's because I'm the only person in this field who's ever gone toe-to-toe with him. Yeah. Almost two years to the day. Putin has invaded in Ukraine. Under Obama, Putin invaded as well. All the talk about your relationship with Vladimir Putin, and he certainly didn't try that with you. Why is he doing it to Biden? What do you think of Biden's bluster in that tweet that has not been reflected in the reality on the ground? Well, even Sleepy Eyes Chuck Todd said this weekend during his show, I was watching it for a change, and he said, how come there has been no you know, invasion during the period of time that the Trump administration was there, but they did invade, very severely invade with Obama, and then they waited, and then they invaded. This would never have happened if we were there, but he did. Chuck Todd asked that question. How come there was none of this was happening during the Trump administration? I knew Putin very well. I got along with him great. He liked me. I liked him. I mean, you know, he's a tough cookie. Uh, he's got a lot of uh, great charm and a lot of... Uh, pride uh but the way he and he loves his country you know he loves his country he's acting a little differently i think now i think he sees this opportunity i knew that he always wanted ukraine i used to talk to him about it i said you can't do it you're not going to do it but i could see that he wanted it I, I used to ask him we used to talk about it at length i think nobody probably knows him better in terms of the discussions that we have or that we're having this morning uh, so i knew him uh, very well. I got to know him. I got to know President Xi. By the way, China's going to be next. You know, China's going to... You think they're going to go after Taiwan? Oh, absolutely. Not with me, they wouldn't have. But you uh, think with Biden, they'll oh, try yeah. him. They're waiting till after the Olympics. Now the Olympics ended, and uh, look at your stopwatch, right? No, he's... Uh, he wants that just like... It's almost like 
twin sisters right here because you have one that wanted that wants Taiwan. I think equally badly. Somebody said, who wants it more? I think probably equally badly. But uh, no, Putin would have never done it and she would have never done it. Mr. And also North Korea has not acted up for four years. Mr. President, we want to uh, come back in just a moment here with you to talk to you about the COVID situation. Okay. I would say the COVID failures of the Biden administration. Right. Look at the numbers comparison. Also, perhaps the huge spike in crime that's occurred over the last year. We're talking to former President Donald J. Trump, 45 himself. We'll be back with him in just a moment. Clay, what do you got? Well, we're in a priceless place right now, Mar-a-Lago, absolutely beautiful. And many of your family experiences also feel priceless, and that is Legacy Box. You can get hooked up right now. Get in touch with Legacy Box on their website. Get a box for delivery. You got old pictures, tapes, films, slides, cassette tapes, things that are important to your family. You want to be able to preserve them forever on a thumb drive or a DVD. If you want to get hooked up and make sure that your family memories last forever, go to Legacy Box. Right now, they've got a $9 videotape sale. Regularly, their rates are about $27 to $30 a videotape. But right now, just $9. Visit, visit LegacyBox.com slash Clay to, sh to shop their $9 tape sale. That's a LegacyBox.com slash Clay. Unlock this Radio First offer today. BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022 by making investments from coast to coast. Investments like building charging hubs for fleets of electric buses in California and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Your tax refund belongs to you, not an identity thief. Over $6 billion in tax refunds were flagged by the IRS for possible identity theft in 2023. If you're in a bind this tax season, LifeLock can help. LifeLock monitors and alerts you to identity threats you may miss on your own, even if you're careful with your personal information. And if you do become the victim of tax-related identity fraud, LifeLock has U.S.-based restoration specialists ready to help solve your identity theft issues. Plus, all LifeLock plans are backed by the Million Dollar Protection Package, meaning LifeLock will reimburse you up to the limits of your plan if you lose money due to identity theft. Let LifeLock help you protect your financial information so all you have to worry about is what to do with your tax refund. Go to LifeLock.com news and save up to 25% your first year. That's 25% off at LifeLock.com news. Identity theft protection starts here. Why are people still on the fence about owning gold and silver? I just don't understand. Have we already forgotten about regional bank closures, inflation, global instability, and the potential for serious world conflicts? You can look to precious metals for various reasons. One, having tangible currency on hand as part of your bug-out plan. Two, diversifying your portfolio as a hedge against inflation. And three, historically, gold increases in value over time. You keep yourself informed about global events. You see the increase in conflicts around the globe. Countries are buying and hoarding massive amounts of gold. Why aren't you? It's time to pull the trigger with the Oxford Gold Group and buy gold and silver. Nobody can predict the future, but we can't put our head in the sand either. The people with Oxford Gold Group are real pros. They make owning gold and silver simple and easy to understand. Call Oxford Gold Group right now and you may qualify for up to $10,000 in free precious metals. 
Call 833-995-GOLD. That's 833-995-GOLD. One more time, 833-995-G-O-L-D. Welcome back into the Clay Travis and Buck Sexton Show. We are live at Mar-a-Lago with President Trump, number 45 right now. Mr. President, thanks for staying along with us. We really appreciate it. You were the first one who had to, the first president who had to deal with the issue of COVID, the pandemic, the lockdowns, all of it. While you were dealing with that and during the election process, Joe Biden said anybody who's had the number of deaths that have occurred should not be president anymore. When we do a 10-month, not even just a year-to-year, a 10-month-to-10-month comparison of the pandemic, Joe Biden's numbers with the vaccine that he was bequeathed by Operation Warp Speed, substantially worse. What happened? How did we get to this place? So when we heard about this, nobody knew anything about it. Nobody had any idea other than I said very early, early on, it came, obviously, it came from the Wuhan lab. And I took a lot of heat. They said, oh, how could you do that? How could you do that? How could you say it? You know, when you see body bags lying all over the place around the Wuhan lab, it's not that hard, a, a guess, a guesstimate. But nobody knew anything about it. But we knew it was causing tremendous disruption in China and death. We saw a lot of death. You know, people don't talk about death in China because they don't give you exactly ac- accurate numbers. If you listen to them, they were fine. They didn't go through it, but they went through a lot too. And they're going through a lot right now. Worse than it's late, but they're going through a lot right now. So I heard about it and we really mobilized fast and we made a lot of great decisions. And, you know, we were just discussing during the break about Fauci. Fauci wasn't a big player in my administration because I made the decisions and I made a decision to close our country to China because, you know, people were dying. And that was called racist, by the way. Oh, yeah. Oh, I took a lot of heat. Uh, and uh, very early, it was in January. OK, so I almost immediately, which and there were 21 people in the room and every one of them said, don't do it. And I said, we're going to do it. And Fauci said, don't do it, by the way. They all said, don't do it. And then I also closed it shortly thereafter because I looked at what was going on in Europe and Italy and France and Spain in particular. But Italy was just unbelievable. And so I closed it up to Europe. And we saved hundreds of thousands of lives. But very importantly, I also, we activated and we've got tremendous amounts of gear and everything else, the ventilators. We became the ventilator king of the world, our country. And we was, actually, we, we solved that problem. It's a very complicated machine. More complicated, believe it or not, than building a car. It's complicated and expensive. And we mobilized, and we were building thousands within a short period of time. The team did a great job. And we were actually sending them to other countries that were unable to get them. So that was incredible. But we also got the gowns and the masks. We opened up factories that made men. Now we have so many masks, we don't know what to do with them. And now you're finding out the masks don't work that well. You know, it's like one of those things, right? It's certainly for the new variant. But uh, there's so many things that we did that was so good. And then I think what we do get great credit for, that they tried, but it didn't work, even their side said you can't do that, is Operation Warp Speed. And not only the fact that the vaccines were developed in nine months as opposed to five years to 12 years. They said it was going to take from five to 12 years. And I think without that, you would have had a 19, 1700 million people catastrophe. But also the therapeutics, because the therapeutics, if you look at, you know, what's happened with Regeneron and the Eli Lilly product and so many. So we were involved with all of that. And it was really good. You know, we didn't hear the word mandate. Everybody wanted the vaccine. 
when I was there. And we were doing a million shots a day. And we, you know, we mobilized. And the military really did well, much better than their leaders uh, led them, I will tell you, in the removal from Afghanistan. That I can tell you. And they were doing really well. They were delivering them. And everybody wanted the vaccine. And once I was out, all of a sudden, people didn't want it. And that's how you started with this whole mandate thing, which is terrible, okay? Because you're forcing people. It's, you know, you talk about liberty, you talk about freedom. We don't have to go into it too much, but it was a bad thing. But we didn't have that problem. Everybody wanted them. And then all of a sudden, it became such a disaster. But if you would have told me that with all of the work we did, and I rebuilt the economy, I built it twice. Uh, and the first time, beyond belief, second time was, was getting really, really strong. And I handed that over. But if you would have said you would have had far more deaths with the vaccines, with the therapeutics, with all of the gowns and the goggles and everything that we got and helping the hospitals, than you had when people didn't know it, I would have said that's impossible. Do you think that kids should have to wear masks at school? No. This has turned into a big battle. And no. Biden has basically avoided answering that question or deferring to local cities and states. Do you think the kids at this point should be able to go without masks? Yeah, I do. I do. I think they should be able to go without masks. Uh, I think it should have ended a long time ago. Uh, certainly with the more serious variants, they weren't even affected. And this is a more contagious but far less serious. Uh, serious. So, But with the more serious, the kids, you know, there was a certain state that lost many people. But of the many people, thousands of people, but of the thousands of people, nobody, not one person was under the age of 16 or 17. I looked at that stat. I said, that's an amazing stat. Uh, and you can take a look. New Jersey, thousands of people died and virtually nobody was under, you know, was young. I think there was one person who had serious diabetes who was very, but I mean, literally nobody. It's an amazing statistic. No, they shouldn't. And we have to get back to our lives. We have to get back to running the country. Uh, China did a terrible thing by allowing that to happen. Because China, if you really look, China stopped it from going into the rest of China. But they didn't stop it from going out to the world. But we did an incredible job. I, I was not, I probably will never be given the credit for it. But we, we loaded, you know, I used to use the expression, the cupboards were bare. Nobody had any equipment. They had no gowns. They had no goggles. They had nothing. They had no masks. And they had no ventilators. And we had no no anything. We didn't have vaccines. We didn't even know what this thing was. Don't forget, nobody had any idea what this was. We're saying, what is it? Mr. So Mr. I President, think we, we did a great job. We can keep you through. We would love to yes. hear what you have to say about the situation of the truckers and breaking that uh, protest movement up in Canada. I'm sure you have some thoughts about Justin Trudeau that you can share with us here in a few minutes, as well as your plans for the future, politically, and Truth Social, which we know has just launched yeah. this week. So... We are here right now with President Donald Trump at Mar-a-Lago, the Clay and Buck Show. We're going to be back with Donald J. Trump in just a few moments. Welcome back into the Clay Travis and Buck Sexton Show, everybody. We had President Trump on for the first hour of the program. If you missed it, the iHeartRadio app allows you. It's free. Download it. allows you to listen to Clay and Buck podcast. And you can listen to us wherever you get your podcasts. Please go check it out. We had a great conversation with them, and we're down here in Mar-a-Lago, and it, it is kind of like Palm Beach meets Versailles, Clay. This place is is remarkable. I'd never been down here before. Uh, you had not either, no. so we're getting our first uh, 
experience in here. There was a very large iguana that just ran by <laughs> the door, by the way. So we're getting the full experience down here uh, in Florida. Um, we're going to be talking to Herschel Walker later on the program. Correct? I think we, we are scheduled so. to be joined by him. It's it's a little bit of a uh, they're doing a bunch of events here at Mar-a-Lago today. So I think people are ducking in and out of meetings all throughout the day. So I think we're going to have Herschel Walker, Senate candidate from uh, the state of Georgia, going up against uh, and, and a man uh, who yeah. I've heard was very good at, at the football. back yes, in the Very day. good at the football back in the day. Reverend Raphael Warnock. That could be in Georgia. Maybe the best opportunity the Republicans have to flip yeah. a seat from it, Democrats. I just want to be very clear because we know we we're just speaking to President Trump before and he had some optimism about how we're going to do the midterms. We are going to make it our mission on this show to do everything we can to bring forward the best arguments and the best voices for this country to absolutely crush. I think the word Clay's uses is, is annihilation of the Democrats. Uh, I, I would say red wave, How, however, whatever analogy, whatever phrase you want to use we got to have a big win um and i think people also are seeing right now uh as the covid theatrics become too absurd that if you allow democrats to get away with staying in power we're going to continue to suffer we're going to have problems in this country they're certainly having problems up north in canada clay this really uh, this was really upsetting this story uh, up on the daily mail and i gotta say daily mail is a british owned and British run website that happens to do a lot of great news gathering about what's going on here in America and in this case in Canada. But this was really troubling stuff. Um, Just watch that horse video. That is awesome. Ottawa cops gloating text after peaceful freedom convoy protesters were trampled by a police horse, including a grandmother on a mobility scooter and were beaten up by Officers, police forces in Canada are coming under scrutiny for their excessive violence with peaceful freedom convoy protesters in Ottawa. That's all from the headline here. Trudeau really did call in the uh, the men with with truncheons to break what was a peaceful protest. And what's troubling is not only the way that they seized bank accounts of people and were engaged in what are clearly tyrannical practices, Clay, which we talked about. Democrats. Support this in this country. They see what goes on in Canada, and a majority of them, a strong majority of them, I think about 65-70% say that's great. Do that. And in Canada, the parliament just voted to support this declaration of emergency. Not, I mean, the conservatives went against it, but they did get a majority. I mean, what I just want to ask, what is wrong with these people? Well, and this is where I always come back to ultimately you have to stand on principle and precedent. Because the uh, Sooner or later, whatever political beliefs you have, you are likely to be in a minority position like the Republicans are right now. They don't have the White House, don't have the Senate, don't have the House. Whatever you cheer for the majority to do, the minority at some point is going to be back in control and they might well follow the precedent that you put in place of stifling your ability to share your opinions. And I think it's important to note here, this was not a mostly peaceful protest in Canada. This was an entirely peaceful protest. That's right. These people were not in any way threatening, behaving violently, any kind of danger at all. And Trudeau had two options, Buck. He could do, let's be honest, what the Democratic governors are doing right now. They are claiming 
They are claiming that COVID numbers are down enough because of their mask mandates and because of their vaccine mandates that they no longer need to enforce them as rigorously as they have been. That's a lie because you can look at the Republican states that never implemented these policies and they also have had COVID cases plummet. But at least they're recognizing that they need to remove these restrictions, even though it's occurring far more slowly than it should be. That's not what Trudeau did. He could have easily said to these protesters, first of all, he could have met with them, like he met with the BLM protesters when he kneeled. He could have come out and said, you know what? You're right. Over time, we are going to dial back all these COVID restrictions because all they were asking for was normalcy. Instead, through jackbooted thuggery, he decided to rain down the full power of the state on peaceful protesters. You may be cheering for it now if you're a Democrat because you disagree with these Canadian truckers. But at some point in time, the proverbial shoe will be on the other foot. And the precedent that is being set of we can use power to curtail anybody who disagrees with us is not one that anybody in a democratic society, in my opinion, should be endorsing. Clay, I'm hoping that as people see what awaits them if they speak out against a supposedly liberal, I think that's the exactly incorrect term, but a supposedly liberal uh, government with Justin Trudeau, behind every smiling announce his or her pronouns, you know, we all need to come together and talking about social justice lib is somebody who the moment you say, hold on a second, I have rights, there's a constitution, there's something that the state does not give me, but actually God has granted to me, they say, shut up, peasant, or we'll send our men with batons and guns after you. That it's, I know it, it can feel a little bit like, wait a second, but that's so, no, people who believe that the government, that the state can fix all problems and should fix all problems also believe the state should effectively be all-powerful. And the moment that you, and really it's the state in place of God for them, and the moment you rattle that belief, as happened in Canada, I mean, the fact that we have, think about this, Clay, if there was a, I mean, we have to point this out to people, and you did an, an excellent job of this last week as soon as the uh, protests were being broken up on Friday. Imagine we are in the, the, we are in the summer of 2020, and you have BLM, and which were far often more used, often used as a platform for actual riots, violence against police officers, but just put that aside for a second. Imagine that there were peaceful protests, too, as a component of that movement, uh, but that's a whole other conversation. Imagine that someone in BLM was trampled by a police horse. Imagine a, a grandmother at a BLM protest was on a mobility scooter, was trampled by police horses on video at a BLM rally, and there's video of cops gloating and laughing about it. We would be told that the country was in a national racist crisis. There would be more riots, of course, from BLM than there even were. Um, and yet with this one, you see... Even Democrats in this country, they've done polling on it, watching on and saying, yeah, that seems about right. Forget about free speech. Forget about redress of grievances to the government. I know it's Canada, folks, but it's a mirror image of what's going on here in so many ways. No doubt. And also imagine that the expansion to shut down the protest had not just included the, you know, the display of force that was brought to bear by Justin Trudeau, but also that they shut down bank accounts that they shut down the ability of Americans to donate to BLM 
and that they did that under the guise of trying to protect the country from terrorism, it would have been a five-alarm fire all over this country with people arguing that this was a tremendous step towards authoritarianism. It happened in Canada, and the Democratic Party in this country, Democrats cheered. That precedent is an awful one. And as uh, Mitch McConnell said, when they changed the filibuster rules, you have to be careful about precedents because sooner, sooner or later, they are going to circle back around and bite you in the ass. And I'm paraphrasing. He didn't say that. But that's the incredible danger of the precedent that's being set right now in Canada. When it comes to men's underwear, Tommy John may well be the undisputed champion in comfort and design. When you're wearing Tommy John underwear, you're that much more comfortable so you can do everything better. With dozens of comfort innovations, once you've tried Tommy John underwear, you're never going back. One of their innovations for men is the Tommy John hammock pouch. It's designed with an air-fresh interior hammock for moisture-wicking fabric that has four times the stretch of competing brands. Plus, the legs never ride up, and Tommy John underwear comes with a non-rolling waistband for the perfect fit. That's why Tommy John doesn't have customers. They have fanatics. I'm one. Clay's one. We love Tommy John products. Over 17 million pairs sold. Men and women across America love their Tommy John. Shipping and returns are free because every pair is backed by Tommy John's best pair you'll ever wear or its free guarantee. Get 20% off your first order right now at TommyJohn.com slash buck. That's TommyJohn.com slash buck for 20% off. TommyJohn.com slash buck. See site for details. BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022. Investments like acquiring America's largest biogas producer, Arkea Energy, and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Why are people still on the fence about owning gold and silver? I just don't understand. Have we already forgotten about regional bank closures, inflation, global instability, and the potential for serious world conflicts? You can look to precious metals for various reasons. One, having tangible currency on hand as part of your bug-out plan. Two, diversifying your portfolio as a hedge against inflation. And three, historically, gold increases in value over time. You keep yourself informed about global events. You see the increase in conflicts around the globe. Countries are buying and hoarding massive amounts of gold. Why aren't you? It's time to pull the trigger with the Oxford Gold Group and buy gold and silver. Nobody can predict the future, but we can't put our head in the sand either. The people with Oxford Gold Group are real pros. They make owning gold and silver simple and easy to understand. Call Oxford Gold Group right now and you may qualify for up to $10,000 in free precious metals. Call 833-995-GOLD. That's 833-995-GOLD. One more time, 833-995-G-O-L-D. Grand Canyon University, a private Christian university in beautiful Phoenix, Arizona, believes that we're endowed by our creator with certain unalienable rights to life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness. GCU believes in equal opportunity, and the American dream starts with purpose. GCU equips you to serve others in ways that promote human flourishing and create a ripple effect of transformation for generations to come. 
By honoring your career calling, you impact your family, your friends, and your community. Change the world for good by putting others before yourself to glorify God. Whether your pursuit involves a bachelor's, master's, or doctoral degree, GCU's online, on-campus, and hybrid learning environments are designed to help you achieve your unique academic, personal, and professional goals. With over 330 academic programs as of September 2023, GCU meets you where you are and provides a path to help you fulfill your dreams. The pursuit to serve others is yours. Let it flourish. Find your purpose at Grand Canyon University. Private. Christian. Affordable. Visit gcu.edu. Welcome back in. Clay Travis, Buck Sexton Show. We are live at Mar-a-Lago. About to be joined by former Nevada Attorney General Adam Laxalt, who is one of the top candidates to help Republicans flip back the Senate. We'll talk with him in just a moment. want to give you a little bit of a detail here. Uh, Joe Biden, addressing the nation, said that, I'm reading, uh, quote, Putin is, quote, setting up a rationale to take more territory by force to go much further. This is the beginning of a Russian invasion of Ukraine. So we certainly will be talking more and more about the situation in Ukraine this day, next day, maybe days into the future. But we bring in now, live here at Mar-a-Lago, Trump-endorsed candidate in the great state of Nevada, Adam Laxalt. What are you seeing? First of all, thanks for joining us here at Mar-a-Lago. Not a bad place to be, although uh, there's a lot of pretty impressive places uh, in, in, in your state as well. Uh, these incredible edifices certainly in Las Vegas and beyond. What are you hearing from people on the ground as you get enmeshed in your Senate campaign? And for people out there who may not live in your state, what is the larger Senate picture and why does your race matter so much when it comes to Republicans taking back control of the Senate? Sure. Let me let me just say that uh, first, thanks for having me on, guys. Yeah, good to meet a, you. This is a great venue and pretty cool to do a show here. Um, you know, I've just never seen anything like it. You know, the, the average voter in all corners of my state, and we're a very big state for, for your listeners, um, where you could drive three, 400 miles in between counties. Um, there's such an acute sense of anger, fear, concern. Uh, people really think that the America that we all love, the America that has made us, that the values that have made us the greatest nation on earth, that they're on the ropes. And, uh, you know, it's funny, I do, I, I do a lot of interviews, and especially if it's anything in the kind of mainstream, they always think that these are talking points, and you can tell they glaze over when I say something like this, and, and I want to say, come, leave your bubble, and come out to a state like Nevada and speak to real voters, because they feel like that everything is going wrong. Everything. There are no bright spots to, right now. To that point, I mean, people are often motivated whether they're writing restaurant reviews or they're voting. It's generally what upsets them that motivates them, right? What's gone wrong? You're talking about that. For uh, people in the state of Nevada, what are the what are the top two or three things that have them particularly fired up and that you think could lead to a strong outcome for Republicans going into this midterm? Well, I'll start with COVID because that's extra topical. Last week, uh, there was no sign no rumors, no hinting that we were going to get masks lifted. And you guys probably following us all of a sudden, a bunch of blue state governors are lifting masks. And out of nowhere, there's a press conference announced, and the very next morning, they're all lifted. 
And as we pointed out, we went after the governor, we went after Senator Masto, who just dutifully clapped and supported the decision that the, the infection rate was actually higher that day than when he put masks in in August. And so every single, their, their map, their tracker, every single county in Nevada was still red. Now, I thought didn't think we should have mask mandates in the first place. Obviously, I applaud the decision, but it just showed what a joke all this was, and there was no science. And in fact, someone from his task force, who's an epidemiologist, was caught unsuspected by a reporter and said, you know, where did the science come from? And he said, we weren't consulted. Um, and so it just tells you everything you need to know. You mentioned that amazing video of those, those young kids in Las Vegas that went viral. And as I like to say, that's the natural state, right? No one wanted to be in masks. These kids never needed to be in masks. And meanwhile, we had this big protest at one of our main universities of college kids. Oh, we talked, we played the audio. That were complaining that we should put masks back on. And, uh, you know, it's just, uh, you want to laugh, but it's just so sad and pathetic uh, that, that they would want to protest for less freedom and for the government to regulate them more. It's like, hey, guys, you can wear masks till the day you die if that's what you want to do. But to have it as a mandate is not the way we should go. We talked about this because I landed in Las Vegas on an evening around 9 o'clock, and the mask mandate went into place at midnight. So I went to the hotel with my wife. We were there for a, a couple's birthday party. And we were able to not wear masks all throughout the casino from nine to midnight. At midnight, it was like Cinderella's, uh, you know, carriage uh, flipping back into a pumpkin. Somebody snapped their fingers and started walking around saying, you have to put a mask on now. So you could be in the casino all day. You could be hanging out, you know, playing whatever you wanted to do, having an incredible time. And then at midnight, we were on the casino floor when they walked around and they started making that switch. And the amount of people who were just looking around, this is not scientific. This is completely absurd. I'm glad that they've made that switch. But one of the things about Vegas, why people want to go there, is to have freedom and experience maybe things that they can't do in their hometown or their home state. And so the idea of this nanny state existing, even in your state of Nevada, was driving people bonkers. And it's great that it's changed. But to your point, there was no method or metric by which they made this choice. Well, and, and we're in the state of Florida, which is also a tourism state. And this was proof positive that this could have been done a different way. Yes. Um, and our state chose the opposite. We've been lockdowns. We've been masks. And it's killed our economy. Right now, we have the highest unemployment in America. We have one of the largest small business losses in America. Um, and so it had real, serious, lasting economic consequences, all unnecessary. We have increased drug overdose. We have increased domestic violence. I mean, all the things that people like me and I'm sure people like you were warning a year ago. You know, there is another side of the coin, the lockdowns, and we were all ignored or all told that that shouldn't go in the equation. Here in Florida, the governor put those in the equation and said quite clearly there's another way to do it. And so the good news, I think, is that people have awoken to just how terrible our leaders have been. I think a reckoning is coming. It's not just the economy. I mean, the schools were devastated the last few years. Parents are outraged by the masks and the remote learning. And so 
we have problems across the board. Um, and, and I think that people are ready for, absolutely ready for change. We're speaking to Adam Laxalt. He's running for Senate in Nevada. And to that end, wanted to ask you, I mean, Clay and I are, we are already day in and day out pounding the drum over. We need a massive victory, a massive red wave in these midterm elections to send a message and to restore freedom. Yes, also just normal life. You know, this is one of the things that I think got people so fired up on behalf of the truckers up in Canada, this notion that we can go on almost endlessly without being able to live normal lives. So that's all in play, and it really does matter a lot. What should people know about your Senate race, your Democrat opponent, and how you see, you're somebody who's watching this, I'm sure, very closely, the GOP chances generally in the Senate going into this critical midterm election? Yeah, first and foremost, I mean, are we going to experience a red wave in this country? I think absolutely. People are ready for change. They're, they're tired of the Biden leadership that has failed at basically every single turn. Um, but it's important for people to understand the Senate map is as small as can be. We must win Georgia and Nevada. We must win these two states. If we do not win these two states, we cannot win the Senate. And I won't go into all the states. You guys are going to do that for the next number of months. But take my word for it. Without these two states, we cannot take the majority in the U.S. Senate. Now, the good news is that Trump lost Nevada by only two points. That's with, you know, them changing the our election system in, 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 the, in 90 days out, giving us mail-in balloting, ballot harvesting, and all those things. And so it's a razor-thin state. My opponent, Catherine Cortez Masto, only won by two five years ago while Harry Reid was the sitting majority leader. Her patron saint drove everything to her, drove all the resources. And so this is an absolutely winnable state. And one thing President Trump did was he absolutely moved the Hispanic community to nearly 40% in Las Vegas. He clearly won big chunks of blue-collar workers in Las Vegas. And so, you know, these America First policies that were trying to actually go after the American dream and give people a chance at a better life. They were working and they were effective. And people now know the stark contrast that all these things have gone to hell, frankly. Um, and so we have between that and what happened to schools and lockdowns, this combination of me being able to prosecute the case that a Biden administration and left-wing policies for America and Nevada they fail. They fail at every turn. They fail at the border, which has increased crime and increased human trafficking and drug overdoses. They've failed, obviously, at the economy. They're failing right now with Ukraine and foreign policy. And so, you know, this is my job is just to go on offense every single day. Where should folks go to learn more, especially our Nevada listeners, about your campaign, Adam? AdamLaxalt.com. Uh, last question for you really quick. You've got a six-week-old. you got four kids eight and under. In addition to running for Senate, do you get any sleep at all? How's the six-week-old doing? <laughs> well, anybody that's had a newborn, the answer right now is categorically no. I am not getting any <laughs> sleep. Uh, my wife is still bearing a lot of the blunt or the the brunt of the the sleep deprivation. But no, I have not slept through the night in about six weeks. Um, but that's okay. You know, we're we're blessed. And uh, this is I, I know it sounds corny. Um, but this is why I'm doing this. This is why we're all fighting for the future of our country. I have four children that if we do not turn America around, they will not be raised in the same America I was raised in. That's the stakes we are faced with. 
And that's what drives me every single day. Adam Laxalt, man. Thank you. Saying the exact same thing. I got three young kids. I feel the same way. I want to tell us about Michael Lindell out there. He's fighting for everybody with all of his great products. Towel sets, slippers, robes, mattress toppers, Giza Dream Sheets, many more. You can trust Michael Lindell to give you a great night's sleep. And right now he's got an incredible offer with his slippers. Two layers, my pillow foam. I told you guys, slippers can be worn all day long. My wife got it for all of her running buddies. They love these made from high quality leather. And right now you get 50% off to my slippers. Log on to MyPillow.com. Click on the radio listener specials and use the promo code Clay and Buck, 60-day money-back guarantee. And with the promo, you get a copy of Mike Lindell's new book free with your purchase. Remember, go to MyPillow.com. Use the code Clay and Buck, 800 50% off. You're going to love these slippers. Get them today. Hey there, it's Ryan Seacrest for Safeway. Head in store and shop for all your favorite personal care essentials to earn four times rewards points. Shop for products from Olay, Always, Gillette, Vicks, and Crest. Plus, check out new items like Mr. Clean Magic Eraser Ultra Thick Multi-Surface Cleaner. No more sponges or other cleaning products needed. And Head & Shoulders Bare Soothing Hydration Shampoo, a new kind of anti-dandruff shampoo with only nine ingredients. Offer expires March 26. Restrictions apply. Promotions may vary. Visit Safeway.com for more details. Born from the tragedy of 9-11, the Tunnel Towers Foundation made a promise to ensure we never forget. Since then, Tunnel Towers has been committed to supporting America's heroes and their families. Heroes like U.S. Army Specialist Michael Hook. Hook was killed in Iraq when his helicopter was shot down. He enlisted in the military after graduating high school and left behind a pregnant fiance who gave birth to a son that he would never meet. But thanks to the generosity of friends like you, Tunnel Towers paid off the mortgage on his family's home relieving a financial burden and bringing stability. The foundation helps Gold Star and fallen first responder families, as well as our nation's most severely injured heroes and homeless veterans. Join Tunnel the Towers on its mission to do good. America's heroes are counting on you. 95 cents of every dollar you give goes directly to its programs. Donate $11 a month to Tunnel the Towers at T2T.org. That's T, the number two, T.org. Never forget 9-11 or the sacrifices our heroes have made for us. Introducing the Lisa Chill Collection, your answer to hot nights. These mattresses beat the heat with ultra-cool covers, whisking away heat for the perfect sleep temperature. Save up to $460 on chill mattresses and get two free pillows when you shop now. iHeart listeners can save an extra $50 off by visiting lisa.com forward slash iHeart. That's l-e-e-s-a dot com slash iHeart. Exclusions apply. See lisa.com for more details.